What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.info here with another episode of the Leverage Podcast. This is episode 195 and today I wanted to talk about practice. Um, I was watching a, a YouTube video talking about how humans get better at stuff, right? Basically it went into the whole like um, physiology of how practice helps us. Um, so if you're doing one thing and you do it over and over and over and over and over again, what happens is in your brain, um, the, if you look at the, what we call the myelin sheath that covers all of the, um, all of the nerves, you, you, they, they basically saw that, that that insulation, the myelin sheath is like insulation tape, right? Insulation tape over wires, right? Now what happens is for you to get a better connection, right, you get better insulation tape and that's what happens, the myelin sheath gets stronger and stronger and thicker and thicker and thicker Um, and yeah that's all from focus practice from you sitting down focusing each day dedicating time to practicing what you're meant to be doing made me think a little bit about um, everybody's abilities you know we are all very um, uh, very differently equipped in the music industry some of us are music producers but we sing some of us are music producers, but we play the guitar. Others are violinists and they rap. You see, so we all have different um, creative skills, right? And the skills that we have are all based on a little bit of talent, obviously. It's one of those things that, um, that is God-given. But for the most part, there's a lot of practice that goes into it over and above the talent that you have. That's how we get better at doing stuff. This is why... Um, a violinist can go up and play 15 pages worth of sheet music and you know not necessarily have to focus too much on this because they've 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 just practiced it so many times Um, it's the same with the notion of uh, muscle memory you know how people say uh, soccer players like because of the the reason why they practice so often so that they can develop that muscle memory there isn't actually like muscles don't remember you know it's those it's those connections in the brain that have become so um, interlinked and so strong that even at your most automatic state or your most subconscious state you can even you know you can even go you can even go through that action through that motion right then that that same video went on to talk about um, uh, mental practice right so what they did is they got a bunch of basketball players and they got them to practice their, three, their free throws and they split the people into two groups. One set practiced by actually taking a ball every day and throwing it into the hoop and the other set did mental exercises where they actually envisioned themselves throwing. So they were just doing it but mentally. And the intermediate and the more pro players both improved at the same amount. Which goes to show, scientifically, that going through that mental practice, sitting there and you know, visualizing and actually taking time out to go through the subconscious or go through the, the more mental part of your production game or your rapping game or your performance game, whatever it is that you want to be really good at, taking the time to go through it in that way helps you to improve. And it sounds so airy-fairy, but... 
I understand, I understand where they're coming from because there'd be days, I remember when I was playing soccer, often, like I still play soccer now, but whenever I play, if I envision something, not while I'm playing, but beforehand or even after the game, if I envision something, I kind of get a moment to almost, in my mind, practice either what I would have done differently, practice what I did again, you know, you go through it mentally um, and that also better prepares you, it gets you into a better state of mind. Um, it's helped, I won't lie, I think that's also helped with my production game recently. Um, I've been making a hang of a lot of beats and I think that my improvement is also down to the fact that I've been able to envision and actually listen through music and practice. In my mind, practice pulling the beat apart in my brain. And again, this sounds very like mental based, but it's a very nice exercise. If you're a, even if you're a rapper, this is actually a very, very good exercise for you because it allows you to play around with the individual instruments in the song. Um, you sit there and you listen to your favorite songs and you break them down. Break them down fully. So like, okay, cool. Uh, in the beginning, it's going to be a very, very um, labored process. You're going to be like, okay, snare, snare and kick, snare and kick and keys. Snare, kick, keys, synth. Snare, kick, keys, synth. Yeah, whatever. You know, it's just you continue to build and build and build and build and build. And you slowly just rip the beat apart in your brain. You're like, okay, cool, but okay, cool. But that instrument, that guitar wasn't necessarily, uh, it wasn't a necessary aspect. They didn't have to add it, you know. Then you're able to go through that. You're basically producing you're ripping the beat apart in your head and then you're reproducing it in your head. Um, it'll then get to a more automatic stage where you are able to um, pick out a particular part and you can actually hum out that particular instrument. I know I do that with my friends a lot and they, um, unless it's one of my production partners, they'll, they'll be like, okay, no, I, I understand what you're doing. But there's, there's times where I'll pick out a counter melody of a supporting synthesizer and then I will, I'll hum that be like what song is that dude and then i'll say no it's that track they'll say no that's not how it goes i'm like you know you're just listening to it differently what you're hearing and what i've picked out to play back to you it's com two completely different things um but they obviously have the same part of the, of the same track um my go-to track when i do this is always um the one track where i do it often and people always think that i'm a nutcase is a track by nelly Furtado, timberland and Justin Timberlake, uh, give it to me. There's a part in the chorus where, like I remember I used to do this at Varsity, there's a part in the chorus where there are these very obscure sounding steel drums. They almost sound Caribbean-like, but they come in and they sound almost synth synthesized and they come in only over the chorus. They're quite high-pitched, they come in over the chorus and they come in in little stabs and Every single time I ask someone to pick it out, they'll say, nah, dude, you're not hearing anything. You are, you're cooked in your brain. You don't understand what's going on. But I understand that. That's a part of my brain that is probably a little bit more developed. Not to say I'm smarter than them. It's just that I'm, my ability to do that thing of ripping beats apart and making and reproducing them and, you know, and having them in my brain and whatnot, I'm able to do that. I was able to do that for that uh, particular track and with other songs as well. Um, again, with my production partner, the only person, the only other person that I can think of that was able to rip it apart and be able to identify that thing um, is uh, also a music producer, pianist who's been playing for 
countless years. Uh, and he's, I, I can have that conversation with him. So these are all skills that have taken time to practice, that have developed over time. And it's, it's, not, a, it's, not, a, it's not a sheer thing of, uh, you know what, it's, I, I just want to be good at this one thing. And then all of a sudden you become good because you, are, you think you're talented. It's not how it works. It has to be a very slow, very deliberate process, this whole practice thing. Now, if I can talk a little bit more about the way that you go through that whole practice stage, is apparently, now this is according to this very same video, you're supposed to start very slowly. So if you're punching a punching bag, you start very slowly, very deliberate, and you try and get, even if you aren't doing it 100% correctly, you try and do it properly. This is your beginning stages. You're trying to get the fundamentals right, right? In the same way, if you're rapping, you try and get your basic rhyme schemes right. You try and get a song that is, you try and make a song that's catchy. You try and, you know, you, you get the basics right. Then from there, you can start to speed up. So if you're punching a punching bag, you start to speed up the rate at which you're punching this punching bag. And then from there, you develop different skills you know you start to see oh okay cool i might actually i might have a lot of stamina i can punch for a very long time or um uh, i'm really quick it seems that i'm quite quick when i do this and you start to pick out your little your little skills that are, are individual to you and the same with in the production game you produce and all of a sudden you realize hey my melodies you know my melodies are people are commenting quite a bit on my melodies right or, you know, the, my music tends to be very happy. You know, you start to pick out the little things. And then from there, you can start to hone in and practice other things, right? All through doing this, you're getting your technical stuff right. So, in the world of boxing, the only thing I can think of is someone teaching you different stances and different ways to evade and different styles of punching and different tricks that you can do, different r routines and different combinations with rapping it would probably be trying to get as much practice done over different types of beats different speeds different tempos different genres different fields um, trying to uh, what you call this trying to do what's this thing called trying to freestyle over beats trying to you know pick up on um, more vocabulary reading more listening to more stuff experiencing more stuff and then you slowly build and build and build and build until you eventually you are at a state where doing the fundamentals is not difficult. You are able to do the fundamentals quite easily. And now it's down to you defining your, your punches. You're defining your flow. You're defining your production style. But it's all through this practice that started out slow, deliberate, and slowly sped up and became more automatic over time. Right? Without this process... You, people think, oh, you know what, I'll just, I'll just carry on making beats and as I make beats, I'll just improve. When in actual fact, that's really not how it works. Um, that whole deliberate practice thing is super, super important. So, uh, yeah, for the people who have hit me up, a lot of people have hit me up and they're like, dude, how do I improve my beat making? And I'm like, how long have you been doing this? And same answer, I've been doing this for four months. I've been at this for six months. I've even been at it for a year. You know, I've been doing this for a solid year. And now I think it's time. It's time for me to, to, to be known. I'm like, no, this is, 
It's in fact, you are far from that. You're far from that point. You need more practice. You need a lot more time of you behind the boards or you just writing or you just practicing, just performing, just carry on. Carry on building. And over and above that, spend extra time working on the technical side of things because this is a place where people fail. If you look at a boxer, you can get, you get very you know, unorthodox boxers and you get very... Um, by the way, I don't watch any boxing. I just I figure it's a sport, so this is how it works. You get very unorthodox boxers and you get very orthodox boxers, right? People who are super technical. Um, their game is super technical. It's the same with... Um, uh, if you look at soccer, one thing I do know. If you look at midfielders, that's the one place where you see the biggest variation. You see some people who are just purely there, unorthodox. They're just extremely creative... Um, you look at someone like, uh, let's say, who's super creative? Like someone like Ronaldinho when he used to play. Or like, uh, I remember uh, this past season watching um, a pass to Aiden Hazard. He, he passed the ball off his back. The ball came through and he bounced it off his back. You see, very unorthodox way of doing things. They, they, there's that and then you get your... Um, your, let me think of another person, a Steven Gerrard or Frank Lampard, someone who is super technical about what they do. They are very straightforward. They don't do too many flicks and back heels and they don't, you know, they might run at one or two players, but it's never a, it's never a constant thing. These people are there for the technical side of things. They're very good with shooting, penalty taking, uh, passing. Those things are very, 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 very um, high in terms of their, their stats but when it comes to you know the trip the, the tricky stuff the dribbling and all those funny skills they aren't necessarily that way and that that is basically um, these are the differences that you can that you can uh, get going towards but remember the technical side so as a beat maker be sure that you're learning a new VST instrument or a new way of doing compression the other day I learned um, more about filtering in a particular way right last year i i started getting more confident um doing vocal chops using my own vocals manipulating my this year i've only really become comfortable with manipulating i've been manipulating my vocals for many years now um but the way that i'm doing it now is very 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 different to the way that i used to do it because I've been practicing doing it over and over again. And through doing that, what I've done is I've just been reading uh, and watching YouTube videos, reading articles on how to do it. On how to do it better and better and better and better. And obviously I've improved. So as a singer, I know there's singers that believe that they are 100%. You know, they're like, yeah, I've perfected my craft. I'm ready to go and hit the stages. But there's certain aspects that they, they need to still improve on the use of their breath um, I know a very very good singer who, who doesn't breathe he doesn't breathe at all whenever he sings sings really well but I, I keep on telling him like when you get to the stage you're going to suffer because now you're not going to be able to open your chest you're going to be struggling for air so this is something that he has decided to or won't work on it's one of those things um, I know with myself actually going through the mixing process when I was struggling to go through the mixing process properly like actually using VSTs to mix properly I sat down and I watched different people 
talk about how they mix a track. I read articles about how people mix tracks. I just wanted to get as many viewpoints on how to do it. Therefore, when I actually did it, um, I had my own way of doing it. But it was my own way was based on multiple ways and then obviously whatever I thought sounded good. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to do things a particular way. This is why we practice and we become really good at what we do. There's certain ways to do stuff. Like if we look at the way people do, the way people take free kicks. Back in the day, people would always try to emulate your whole bend it like Beckham. Let's put some curl, curl on, the, on the free kick. Uh, try and strike around the ball, get the ball to curve and put it in a corner, right? Then you get people like like uh, Drogba and Roberto Carlos and David Luiz that came through with the, we're just going to punch the ball as hard as we can and get as much dip in the ball so that the ball comes down really quick. You see, now there's a completely different way of doing things. And this is how people develop, you know, people's practicing styles develop and you become unique as a singer, as a writer, as, as anything. Look at the construction of songs. Try and make tracks that are structured differently. Instead of having a 16 bar verse, eight bar chorus, flip it around and see whether your verses can be super short. Because there are, there are genres where it's structured like that. I've done many pop songs where the verses are super short and then the chorus is flipping long. And then the chorus, every chorus has a bridge. So it just ends up being a really long piece of music. So there's always a different way to break it down and just do things differently. But again, it always goes down to the fundamentals. How are your basics? You can't sit in a room. Like I'm just thinking now, if I get someone in to come through, uh, who wants to shadow or an intern or something like that, I don't want someone who hasn't done any sort of practice. I'm wasting my time. Because those fundamentals, those sheer fundamentals that you could have picked up yourself, you haven't done. I don't take you seriously. It's the same with someone who comes through and they're like, I've been making beats for four months. I need you to teach me the next thing. I'm like, you don't need me to teach you the new, that's exactly it. You don't need me to teach you the next thing. You need to take time out to do some focused practice, focus on the technical side of things, focus on the creative side of things and improve. Improve until you feel like, crap, I cannot improve anymore. And then go and do some more research. You'll find that you actually can improve without you ever needing to go up to anybody and say, hey, dude, how do you do this differently? Because of the type of information we have out there now. With YouTube out there, you don't need, with a decent internet connection um, and, a, and a computer, you can learn how to make the best beats out there. You don't need a lot. Same with writing and writing styles. All the music and all the different writing styles and all these songwriting YouTube videos, they're all over the place. You don't necessarily have to sit in studio. It helps if you sit in a studio with other people that are really good at doing the stuff. You learn different ways of doing stuff and it re you get really, really creative really quickly. But some people don't have that, that luxury. So what we end up needing to do is just come up with our own, our own way of doing things. I didn't have people who sat with me all the time while I made beats um, so yeah it's, it, it takes time but it's possible so yeah um, if there is anything like regarding practice or um, that type of stuff that you want to discuss you can shoot an email through to business at silasbeats.info or uh, you can hit up 
hit me up on my website www.silasbeats.info and if you feel like you are good at what you do and you feel like there is you know there's a there's a cup and there's a cup called experience and your cup is 80% full or 90% full chances are there's a lot more to go in there um, you're looking at the situation a little bit incorrectly and your cup is probably about 40% full maybe 30 um, that's just how it is unfortunately we always seem to think we are a lot better than we are um, and that can be like super detrimental to our progress so yeah just try and also try and stay humble about it just try and learn whenever you can other than that that's pretty much it from me let's keep in contact peace